Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what is up? You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast on this beautiful Ty Tuesday. I got a little heat on Twitter for not mentioning Ty Tuesday last week. How did I, you? I do apologize profusely for that. Uh, but uh, Marcus Grant, my guy, MG, uh, rocking a bow tie for Tie Tuesday. So I do appreciate that. And, and of course, always remember, uh, if you have a tie, take a picture of the tie. Use the hashtag Tie Tuesday at tweet us. We'll retweet you. Give you a little love. Absolutely. Uh, on Twitter as well. We got uh, the Wiz Kid from Wisconsin, Alex Gelhar, behind the glass there, rocking a gorgeous, a gorgeous Christmas sweater. Yep. Tis the season, and it's the NFL Media Holiday Party tonight. So, boom, at a indoor outdoor facility. So, figured I should get the uh, Christmas sweater out to help uh, stay warm because it's a little chilly today. It's the pride of Connecticut, the master of starts and sits. The pride of Connecticut. That's right. Uh, nice. It's the Hall of Famer. It's <clears throat> Michael Fabiano. I appreciate that. What's going on, man? What's up, pal? Two right, days. We- two days until Star Wars. Oh, it's unbelievable. Sorry. Yeah. I, I uh, I'm at, I'm at the point buddy. now. Where I can't watch previews. I've stopped watching trailers. Right. I stopped like a week ago. Yeah, I you shut know? it down a while ago. It's like, nope. Uh, I refuse to infer any uh, any kind of plot lines at all. I want to go in there with an open mind. Just let me soak it in. You know what I mean? All right. I even did a uh, – I've never been to the theater where we're going. So I did a quick uh, sort of um, look-see at where to park. Where the restaurants are, <laughs> exactly <laughs> where the theater is. I don't want you, to you be mapped this out. You did full on recon. Wow. Uh, listen, uh, I, I'm ready, man. I am ready to roll. Get um, all right. So, well, I'm uh, not to ready. completely change subjects, but I wanted to do a little research when you referred to Fabiano as the pride of Connecticut. Okay. There's, there's okay. way more people that he's, Connecticut is. He's proud got of than some me. competition. Are you uh, sure? Yep. Ca- oh yeah. Catherine Hepburn was from uh, Connecticut. Yep. I'll take Fabs. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Uh, I'll lean towards Fabs on that one. Uh, George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Fabs all day. Wow. Now, That's hold right. on. Hold on. We've got some game changers down here. Uh-oh. Okay, here we go. Michael Bolton. Michael. Oh. If you take Michael Bolton over me, <laughs> I'm walking out. Michael Bolton? Uh, I celebrate the man's entire catalog. I do. Indeed. All right, I guess I'm out. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. 
Annie Leibovitz. There's some other good. Where's Seth MacFarlane from? Connecticut. Yeah, I thought he's from Rhode Island. What then? town? Well, maybe this is uh, inaccurate. I don't know. It doesn't. No, or I maybe mean, he's from Connecticut and hates Rhode Island. This is Biography.com, though. So well, I mean, you know what though? If you do a Google search on these people from it. Connecticut, I am not on that list. John Mayer. John Mayer's from Connecticut. John <laughs> Mayer yeah, and Chris Berman. So. Oh, and the Berm. Berm. Swanny. I might be more popular than Berman, though, at this point. Uh, this podcast might be more popular than Berman, actually. Ouch. Aww. Berman's not the most popular dude anymore in the I industry. know, but I like him, though. A lot of people oh, wait, are uh, soured me. on him. How did I miss this? I don't know why. Christopher Lloyd. Doc Brown's. Oh, man, yeah, well, there, forget there it. Forget it, it. I lose. Oh, I'm out. Done. I'm out. Yeah. All right, great. Uh, we've got a big show in front of us here today. We talk about waiver wires, of course, on Tuesday. Uh, got it. Yeah, the waiver wire is a little thin. It's sad. Point. You know what? Though? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait. So, but, but at at running back, okay, at running back, buddy, we're gonna give you've that. You've got this some options. Called it's called the you've tease. You've got some now. options. All right, right. We, that's, we will get. I teased your teased. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I you did. Just teased your good. Teased. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to waiver wires, of course. We'll talk about uh, fantasy playoff, real or mo- uh, mirage. We're gonna talk about some uh, very big name players. Eddie Lacy on this list. Des Bryant on this list. AJ Green on this list. Uh, we'll talk about whether they are real or mirage going into the deep part of your fantasy playoffs now. We'll get to daily daps, of course. Uh, but first, let's uh, react to this Monday night football game, a great game uh, that we saw on Monday. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you something. That Odo Beckham Jr. is uh, fantastic. I mean, he is going to be a fantasy uh, superstar uh, for a long, long time. With that being said... I'm going to tease something here myself. Ooh. You may want to check out Stardom and Sidham and see what where he the? lands for week 15. Oh, boy. Huh? I feel like we have a storyline here okay. uh, that uh, we shall be talking about all week. That's going to be, be good. Okay. All right. Uh, so, OBJ, seven catches, 166 and two touchdowns. Ha- literally half of his production came on one play. A busted coverage uh, where he went just about 80 yards to the house. I, I don't know. <laughs> I get Miami busted coverage. is crap. I get the busted coverage. So bad. I get busted coverages happen. <laughs> but for Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, yeah, you would think you would try to not bust coverage on that. Um, okay. I'm not sure how he gets that open. I'm I just not exactly sure. But, uh, but yeah, it's a 166 and two touchdowns. You take that all day. Uh, how about Eli Manning? We were talking about this on the show yesterday, um, the television show, that is. But uh, Hard to trust. It's – it's so difficult to figure out what's going to happen with Eli Manning. He's got the, the, the talent, certainly, uh, to put up 20 a night. Uh, but you just don't know it, whether he's going to be hot or cold. And sometimes he'll give you five. Sometimes he'll give you 25. He was leaning more towards the 25 end on this mm-hmm. one. And he looked great. He yep. was extremely accurate. Sometimes those completion percentage numbers can be a little tricky, right, guys? But it's... I mean, he was fitting balls into tight windows. He looked fabulous out there. 337 through the air, four touchdowns for Eli Manning. Pretty good. What do we make of his performance? Well, uh, if you were smart enough to start him, congrats. Now put him back on your bench because they're playing Carolina. Boom. Bottom line. The end. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's Eli. Eli being – and this is how Eli gets that reputation for being kind of a fantasy quarterback, but then at the end of the year you look and the dude's hanging around the top ten. It's games like this. It's like – you know, you can trust them every so often, and then, you know, like Fab said, if you try to start him next week, you'll get, you know, seven points out of him. <laughs> he's right. he's matchup-based, like, through and through. This was a, this was a plus matchup for him, and he delivered. Uh, like yeah, I said, next week against Carolina, I wouldn't start him. I, w- I was surprised he did what he did last night. I mean, he had, what, the second or third most points among quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, I think, was the only guy better. Mm-hmm. I-, I was expecting 
you know, somewhere between 16 and 18. You know, the, the Dolphins have actually been pretty decent lately at home against quarterbacks, but not last night. Uh, Rashad Jennings, <coughs> 22 carries for 81 yards. He also added another 20 yards through the air, so a pretty good game for Rashad Jennings, although I can't imagine the start percentage for Rashad was too I mean, very yeah, high. Who's starting the guy? Right. Um, uh, on the other side of the ball, mm -hmm. Ryan Tannehill, 236 and a touchdown. Was yeah, it? not a not a great game. Not a great game. Not, not a great fantasy game. Right, exactly. But, uh, but uh, and this is a guy who should be on the waiver wire regardless. Um, playing the Chargers coming up this week, you want nothing to do with Ryan Tannehill. They're actually pretty decent against quarterbacks, and it's a road game. Um, but just to skip ahead, the one guy I want to talk about Please. is Jarvis Landry. and the stat I think line, they're still throwing him the, the ball. The stat line he put up last night is my argument against any league that's not PPR. Because that's not PPR. He had fewer than 10 fantasy points in a standard scoring league for a guy who was an absolute superstar – brilliant 11 catches and you get 9.9 points that's so funny that it's the garbage ppr leagues that every <laughs> so wait wait wait, wait. You're, you're, ad, you're advocating 20 <laughs> points for a guy who had 90 some yards <laughs> that 11 catches i know but that's what i was just about to say no. 11 catches no, no. Yeah, this, no. I was, i'm with mark no 11 catches not at all this is not at all to not do ppr no it was just he had 11 say. catches he was part of the offense for 99 big time. yards he didn't move the it doesn't matter. Those were extended he, handoffs. He you was, want to give 20 points no, to the guy no, no, no. who got extended uh, handoffs. They were, right. were not all extended Rashad handoffs. Rashad Jennings should have one. 22 extra points right. for his handoffs then, too. Seriously. No, th those no. are not extended. That is not an argument you, for PPR. You catch the ball, you get 9.9 .9 points for catching 11 passes. I, that's, <clears> that's garbage to me. Do more, Jarvis Landry. Seriously, do more, Jarvis Landry. It's it's interesting that you uh, a lot. Gosh, it's interesting that you uh, that you went that way. I thought you were going to go the other way. No, man. Dude, he's part of the offense. Get, you know, he's then he should be part, part of the, of the offense. offense. I get that he's part of the catches, offense. but he didn't do much with with he didn't what do he anything. did. Uh, it's it's sad too because he didn't even get the bonus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't even get that hundred yard bonus. He and got and I had uh, I had him in the celebrity league in a league where I lost Thomas Rawls. I ended up losing by like less than two points. Ah, so this is where well, no, it no. Goes out. Uh, now no. it all makes No, it was a PPR now league. I needed him. Oh. Yeah, it was a PPR. Oh, okay. Well, I got so, you. So, yeah. I mean, I think they're still throwing the ball. 18 targets? Yeah. 18 targets. That's unbelievable. Uh, 11 catches, 99 yards, as uh, uh, Michael Fabiano mentioned there, no touchdowns. He really yeah, didn't have a great game in uh, – it didn't have a great game at all in standard, uh, just yeah. 9.9 .9 points, which yeah. is interesting. Um, Can I get mad for a second? Yes, please. I know exactly. Why don't they give going. the ball to Lamar Miller? I don't Dude, know why. He, he had five. Why? He had five carries in the second half. He averaged 7.4 yards it per attempt. It makes no sense. And they're like, nah. That's enough. We're, game, we're, we're good. That's, that's that why the Dolphins are the close. Dolphins. And again, that was close all night. It's not like they were getting blown out and couldn't run the football. And he was the reason it was close in the beginning. That touchdown run he had was insane. It was beautiful. He was breaking tackles. He was making guys miss. He was getting it all done. And then they're like, here you go, Damian Williams. Let's throw you the ball a few times. <laughs> is, Lamar, is Lamar in a contract year? Yes. Dude, I hope they go. I hope he goes someplace where they give him the damn ball 18 I know. times. I know. I don't get it. I really don't. Um, and in games where they feed him, he produces and they they win. It's not one of those weird like obviously, it's a, it's a you, kind of a useless stat whenever people are like, oh well, when they rush the ball thirty times, they win. Well, it's like well, of course because they're salting away the lead. Right. But like Lamar Miller produces so much for them early in games too that 
he does have more of a correlation to their winning because their offense is much more efficient when he gets the ball. So I don't know why they don't hand him the ball. It drives me insane. I'm sorry, Lamar Miller. You're I don't, you deserve better. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter who they get rid of. They get rid of the head coach. They get rid of the OC. It doesn't matter. Well, it's they like, refuse. They just forget about Lamar every Miller. Every time they get rid of somebody, they feed Lamar Miller. For they, one They game. win for one game. He performs great. And they're like, wow, that worked really well. Let's do the complete opposite. And Dan Campbell keeps talking about it. It's, he I don't know. He keeps talking about how how he wants to be a physical run team. Uh, well, they've got a running back where you could do exactly that. And they don't give him the ball. I don't get it. I do not get it. Mm-hmm. 89 rushing yards, uh, two touchdowns? Yes. Right? Two touchdowns, yes. Uh, two touchdowns for Lamar Miller. And then invisible in the second half because of awful play calling. I don't get and it. And you deserve to lose that game. Uh, Will Ty, the science guy, five catches, 30 yards, yeah. and he's, a touchdown. He's been on our radar. Yeah, he's he's a solid guy if you're struggling at the tight end position. We talked about him a bunch this week in several formats on uh, the website and stuff and on the show, I know. So uh, he's he's a guy that's getting that's getting looks, and uh, before this he had a safe yardage floor too. I think he had like seventy plus yards in two or three games in a row. So of course, props to uh, Adam Rank for uncovering him. Uh, about uh, what is it? Not this week, but I think it was last week. Yes. He said, "Hey, keep an eye on Will Ty. He put him in the danger zone." So there you go. All right, so let's get to the top headline, shall we? Let's do it. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Whistles go. I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, we'll start sadly in Seattle. Thomas Rawls, headed to the IR, suffered a disgusting-looking ankle injury. Uh, Broke his ankle, so now he's done for the season. Uh, We're talking about a guy in Thomas Rawls that I truly do believe uh, the way Marshawn con- Marshawn's contract was kind of laid out, I-, I wouldn't have been surprised if they just ran with uh, Thomas Rawls next sure. year. Um, boy, it's a tough blow. It's a tough blow because this is a guy that literally was an RB one um, with Marshawn out of there. Uh, it, he's been incredible. It's been fun to watch him run too. He runs with such power and attitude and anger. But now he's gone to the IR. Yeah, you know what stinks is that now they signed Bryce Brown, and Pete Carroll said, well, we're going to find out who's going to start, Harris or Brown, during the course of the, of the week in practice. Now, I would probably still side towards Harris because he knows the offense. But, I mean, you go from a situation where you're putting a guy in every single week, no questions asked, no thought, get him in your lineup. Right. To now it's like, who the heck do I pick up? Harris would be the guy I would target first. But now... Uh, you know, I, I'm looking at Denard Robinson first. You know, I'm looking at Cameron Artis Payne. Uh, Tim Hightower still. Uh, Tim Hightower still out there. So, it's you guys say, hey, the waiver wire is thin. At running back this week, it actually isn't. It, it, I mean, th- there are some options out there. Or, like if I could pick up Denard Robinson. <laughs> but listen, if Denard, if Denard Robinson is starting this week and Yeldon is out, he is a top twenty running back. By the way, this just came through our email just now. Jonas, right. Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray signed by the Jaguars. Yeah. Off the Dolphins practice squad. There we go. So there you they're, go. They're still going to feed shoelaces. It'll, yep. be, it'll be That's insurance. Yep. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, so it's Dewan Harris, Bryce Brown. Um, I, I know a lot of folks were thinking about Freddie Jackson, but uh, it sounds no. like Freddie's no, going he's, to take a yeah, he's, little bit of backseat. He, he'll, he'll still remain that third down guy. Um, remember they, when they were acquired him and we were like, oh, now we know who his handcuff hey, it's is. It's handcuff. Yeah, not really. Yeah, not really. Um, I just want to know how many more Buffalo Bill running backs can they acquire? 
Mm. Bryce Brown, Fred Jackson, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Um, is Booby Dixon available? He is still on the Bills. Oh. We'll see, maybe maybe they'll cut, maybe they'll cut him. <laughs> maybe they'll cut him just to just to do the Seattle Seahawks a solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, we're, you guys are leaning towards Dewan Harris, yes? Yeah, of the two, yeah. Right now, I mean, Harris is a plotter. Uh, Bryce Brown is more of a home run hitter. Harris who, played for Green Bay, did he? Yes, he did. He, he did. played for Green Bay a couple years ago. Was on Minnesota earlier this year slash last year, I think. He's actually got some. He's got some juice. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call him a plotter. But uh, uh, when you, the, I mean, his the, yards per he didn't look good. Terrible. Yeah, no, he did not. He did not look great. So this could be a case where once he gets the, you know, the well, and also reps. let's not forget we're coming down from Thomas Rawls, who just looked amazing and like he was shot out of a cannon every yeah. time he touched the football. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else is going to look like a blotter after that. But uh, he had some juice back in the day, so we'll we'll have to see. That's why I'd also lean Dewan Harris over Bryce Brown. And the other thing about Bryce Brown too, he's a little bit of a dancer back there, right? So like this is a power run game, um, and, and to me the fit seems more of a I don't even know I don't even know what to make of Dewan Harris. I just know Bryce Brown's a dancer, uh, so to me he doesn't look like a good fit. Um, yeah, I, in that offense. I'd rather we'll go see. after Robinson. I'd rather go after. Uh, see, here, here's why I like Cameron Artis Payne because we we see reports now that uh, Stewart has a sprained foot. He hasn't been a durable guy during his career. The Panthers are on their way to uh, potentially first uh, round an undefeated by. season, a right. first-round bye. Give him time to chill and rest a little bit. You know what? Give him a few weeks where – Sprained foot him, and chill? He can rest. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, so what, Fabs is jumping ahead in the rundown. He's he's amped up today over there. He's all over Yeah, the buddy. Welcome back to the podcast. Almost at 100%. I like it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, sprained foot, in seen in clubs. a walking boot. Week 15 – uh, status in doubt. Uh, the two guys to keep an eye on there, Fozzie Whitaker and the artist known as Campaign. Ooh, yeah, see, I like oh. that. Uh, see, that is good. Uh, but I like I like artist Payne more because it's the situation uh, in New Orleans, right? I kind of like Spiller because I thought, well, you know, Tim Hightower hasn't played in the league for a while. Okay, Spiller knows the offense. Uh, Hightower ended up being the better pick. Uh, off the waiver wire, and it's because he's more of an early down guy between the tackles runner, goal line runner. Right. And that's what Artis Payne is. Fozzie's more of a third down back, catch the ball out of the backfield. And they said there, there were reports even before Stewart got his injury that they were already thinking of lessening his workload and giving Cameron Artis Payne more reps. Wow. The reason, like, Artis, just because they, they knew they were how important Stewart was to their stretch run and in the playoffs – and like you said, Fabs, Fozzie Whitaker is more of a complimentary role. Cameron Artis Payne has been inactive because he doesn't do as much as Fozzie. Like right. I think Fozzie plays on special teams and stuff too. Right. So now Stewart's inactive. Right. Artis Payne. But Artis Artis Payne's that would be the one to get most of the. So if you lost Rawls, okay. Okay. If you lost Rawls, all right. Now, I I don't know exactly what the deal is with with uh, Yeldon yet, um, but if Yeldon doesn't play, your order is Denard Robinson, Tim Hightower. Tim Hightower's got a a tough matchup this week against Detroit. Um and then and then you're going uh Cameron Artis Payne yep those and three and you're sure. going Harris be, Harris has got a great matchup against the Browns but again I don't know if he's going to be the guy right uh, we know we we know Artis Payne is going to start uh, we assume he's going to start right uh you know Shoelace is going to be the guy in Jacksonville as well so uh I'd, I'd rather question go, for you in regards to this uh, Carolina what I know um, yeah it wasn't uh, was it uh, Matt I, Harmon who was saying that he prefers Fozzie Whitaker. He said that at the time, but the I mean that's that would be unless he has some scoopage from his uh, West Virginia brethren <laughs> sources. Sources, sources. Uh, but I, everything else seems to be pointing to Cameron Artis Payne. And he just, look at the matchup, dude. He uh, he likes Fozzie for other dude, reasons. Dude, they're too, playing the Giants. All right, they're playing the Giants. All right, so T.J. Yeldon, as we heard, uh, has got a little bit of a knee sprain. He actually left that game twice. 
but the second time was the one that did him in. He, he left uh, reportedly uh, on crutches. Mm-hmm. We're talking about T.J. Yeldon. So Denard Robinson, Shoelace, uh, certainly will be, I believe, the top name off the waiver wires this week. Uh, probably should be, uh, unless one of you guys can make a case for somebody else. But Arab. That's the All right. guy. <laughs> there you go. Greg Olson. <laughs> he left his knee. Uh, tight ends <clears throat> writhing around in pain, looking like serious injuries, ending up not being serious injuries. Yeah, the, the good thing is that uh, yesterday on NFL HQ, uh, Tiffany Blackman, a uh, great reporter here for NFL Network, said that she talked to Greg and he said, I'm playing, I'm fine. Uh, there you go. Thank goodness. <clears throat> uh, was he not carted off? No, no, no. He walked no, he off. Walked he walked off. off. It he just looked off. really bad the way he was grabbing his knee. But – what I do wonder is, is this kind of putting some seeds of doubt in the mind of Ron Rivera? You saw, I mean, obviously Jonathan Stewart's got an injury. Greg Olson got uh, knocked around. Right. Uh, you know, Ben Aben Wickery was carted off. I think it was a broken, broken leg. leg. Um, so now all of a sudden you start to wonder how important is 16-0 and versus making sure you've got your guys for the playoffs and whether or not some of these guys will see diminished snaps, especially – if the game gets out of hand one way or another. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> Go for 16 and 0. But you know, I feel like I feel like in this in this time uh where um you, you hear all the talk about oh, they gave the players too much time off and they came back rusty and things didn't work out. Right. Fewer and fewer situations are are are, are coming about where you're ha- you're having to worry about a player being rested in week 16. Mm-hmm. Week 17, okay, that's a different story. Week 16, like Carolina can't improve, right? Their 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 playoff seating. Right. I mean, but are you really going to sit Cam Newton in week 16, week 17? No. Oh, I week and then come back. No, no, I don't but think we're talking about Greg sit. Olson. But, I don't, I don't no, but even but even Olson, I mean, like uh, t- to me I feel like, you know what? If he's healthy enough to be out there, Rivera's going to run him out there. And play. I think this they, week. I and think week they, seventeen. Okay. Well, I think then they maybe play. He gets the rest. What is his, I, I think these guys play. My fear is that they play a half. You know? I don't think. I don't think. I, I, if we see Greg Olson, I would be extremely see, surprised. Carolina if it was is at on any such kind of, a roll right <clears throat> now. Like you risk. You risk breaking that momentum. You really do. I'm not. Uh, I'm me, not. I don't. Really I'm not do. disagreeing with you at all. I, I think first of all, I think Cam is going to play. So I think he's going to play week 16, week 17. I, I think mean, this is a guy who's. Abs. Yeah. I'm PSA, not. I'm not don't, worried about. Don't that. have your fantasy leagues go to week 17. Yeah. <laughs> the story. Seriously, That's don't. Yep. Just don't. But, but even like yes. you guys remember, I mean, I I, I remember playing uh, every single year. If you had Peyton Manning or any of the Colts, you were screwed in week 16 because they always had the first round by. Uh, I remember one year it was the Eagles. Uh, you know, they had the first run by locked up, and McNabb sat out, and, you know, Brian Westbrook, and you're like, oh, what do I – now you don't see that as much. You don't see that as much, luckily for fantasy fans. But week 17, no. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. Go go play DFS that week. There you go. There you go. You know? All right. Um, I My opinion is that uh, Greg Olson, if we see him, will not be utilized very much. I, th- I think we're going to see an extremely limited snap count. I think he'll get out there. Um, I just don't think they're going to utilize him. Uh, and it makes no sense to utilize him and expose uh, 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 whatever is a minor knee injury to more injury. It just makes no sense to yeah. me. Well, the thing is we don't know. Riverboat Ron's going to riverboat Ron. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on and st- stop you know, pontificating and speculating about his knee. All right. Brian Hoyer, doubtful. He's got a concussion and a neck injury, a neck strain. TJ Yates back under center. Um it, TJ, it's not playable, but we worry about a little bit about Nuke, no? 
Um, you look at his last three games, it's been up and down. Uh, three points, 15 points, five points. Yeah, the matchup, though. Colts, um, they, their defense is – I mean, look I'm at what so, the Jaguars just did to them. Nuke is a must-start. I'm so torn on this because I, I was taking a look at his game logs. His targets have gone down enormously, right? enormously over the last few weeks. I mean, even that game that we were all so fired up about against the Saints – he had three points, targets. dude. He had, he had eight targets and and caught five passes for 36 yards. In fact, like, you know, the thing is, before, you know, uh, leading up to week 11, that game against the Jets, the last time he had double-digit targets. And, you know, at that point, he was good for, you know, 11, 12 or more Minimal. targets a game. Right. Now, you know, last week was six. The week before was nine. The week before that was eight. Teams, I think, are just really doing whatever they can short of hog-tying him at the line of scrimmage to keep the offense from getting him the football. The thing I didn't understand about that game against New England, too, it's like one on, even on one-on-one situations, Hoyer wasn't looking his way, which I didn't really understand. Even if they're rolling the coverage out that way, I'm talking about the safeties, rolling that coverage out there, they're still, and they showed it a, a bunch of times, too, there's still soft spot, spots where the ball can be thrown. Um, yeah, but they just didn't throw it that his way. quarterback's Brian Hoyer. All right, fine. Uh, and <laughs> the New England game, they did a great job at double team, and I watched a little bit more of that, and they talked about it on the broadcast. They had uh, Logan Ryan on him and Devin McCourty over the top. Um, so that that hurt, but, yeah, he's, I'm still starting him next week in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and unless you unless you believe that Vontae Davis is a true shutdown corner, I don't, I know, how, don't, I don't know how you – He has – Davis has been getting his, his you know – yeah, but be a little bit recently. Yeah, I mean, you can't sit him. I think Nuke is obviously you, you got to play. But I mean, I, we're, I'm just talking about expectations. What are the expectations for Nuke? Well, it's um, and in yeah. daily, do you trust Nuke? It's a great matchup, but his you know valuation is going to be through the roof. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. I I feel like I want to play him. I'm worried about him, but in especially in daily fantasy, I, I don't know if it's worth the price. Uh, yeah, daily, I think I stay away. In in season long, I again. I, play him but I'm I'm worried about it a lot all right uh, we go to Cincinnati uh Andy Dalton does not need surgery on his throwing hand but it looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season he may show up late in the postseason we're not exactly sure the the reports are are sketchy to say the least AJ McCarron um I think Twitter exploded when AJ he of the giant AJ. chest tattoo. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, yeah. You got, if it's, you guys isn't it a religious seen, tattoo? It is. Yeah, it's I got, think so. Yeah. He's got uh, he's got a, uh, a cross tattooed on there. There's, I think Jesus appears somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, multiple times. Uh, I believe. Uh, I think he's uh, hanging out with Ben Carson on his chest. I think I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Um, look, if you haven't seen AJ McCarron's chest tattoo, just Google that. Google AJ, AJ McCarron chest tattoo. Be prepared. <laughs> Be prepared. You know what, though? Uh, uh, congratulations to he and his uh, lovely bride. They're expecting. Are oh, they? wow. Didn't know oh. that. McCarran. Oh, uh, celebrity gossip on the podcast. No, it was uh, it was on Instagram. I, I follow her on Instagram, of course. Of course. I don't think I follow him. I don't know if he has Instagram, but there was a picture of, of the two of them at a, uh, uh, a doctor's office. And, uh, yeah. So well, good for congrats. him. Yeah. Maybe, All right. Well, there you can go. Earn himself some Benjamins by playing uh, with some good go. backup ball here. There you go. I don't think I'm trusting McCarron. No, 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 no. Um, he has a decent matchup this week. Harmon made a good point in uh, his opportunity report, which you guys should all read. It comes out late every Monday. It looks at the targets and touches. 
that oftentimes when a backup quarterback comes in, they funnel targets to the top pass catcher. Okay. That's exactly what McCarron did this past week. He just kept chucking it at A.J. Green. He's no dummy. Yeah, he's no dummy. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to do what he can to try and move those sticks. Do we have a status on Tyler Eifert? Uh... I not that I haven't seen that. I haven't seen an update yet. He might still be in the concussion protocols. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, what a great season he's had, and, yeah. and and injuries have really been his his issue uh, right. during his pro career. I hope he's okay, uh, not only for for himself but uh, for fantasy fans as well. And um, a, a really hard player to replace, impossible to replace. Yep. Um, AJ Green, does his value? You know, move up a bit with AJ McCarron, or no. probably stays about the same. He's probably actually stayed. had he's been on a bit yeah. of a tear lately. Yeah, he has. He's had eighteen or more points. In three I think I think, games. I think I think I think I ticked him off when yeah, I said, did. "Dude, what's going on?" I, but I do think a part of that is is the fact that we haven't seen you know lim- very limited Tyler Eifert as well. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Tyler Eifert's status and uh, and what that means for AJ Green as well. All right, let's go to Tampa Bay. Vincent Jackson sprained his MCL. He's probably gone for the rest of the regular season. Um, I think I think the coach there, Lovey Smith, said uh, he's going to miss a few weeks, which means of Drop course him. he's out for the regular season. He's out probably for. Uh, well, I guess they're not going to the playoffs either. They, they could. They're not eliminated not. yet. They're not eliminated yet. Oh, it's a it's a mess right now. That one see still. That one hurt a lot of people, Holy including no. myself, because that was a good matchup, and Vjax yeah. got hurt and did nothing. Right. Yep. Yeah. That was, All right. What that does it mean for uh, guys like uh, James Winston and Mike Evans? Not much. Um, yeah. Well, I mean. The same? Evans, not the same. Evans should see some more targets, though. I would agree with that. Yeah, but the matchup this week is not good. So, I, I mean, uh, I'm, you probably have to start Evans. You don't have to like it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, the ah, yeah, week, they're going on the road to St. Louis. The, the matchup this week, and, and it's a short week. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much I like Mike Evans this week. Yeah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, look, I've been on record as saying I think Mike Evans is meh. Uh, I mean, dude's not in the top 25 amongst fantasy receivers. I know he's missed. Is that uh, true? He's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not in the top 25. Vincent Jackson's, you know, not in the top 50. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Marcus I mean, is like, eh. I just, I'm so, so on Mike Mar- Evans. I, is I look, pew, pew, pew this I look, morning. I look at Mike Evans. I look at that team, that passing game, and I'm like, eh, eh whatever. It's fine. It's Jameis on. is doing a good job of spreading it around. He is. I mean, he's moving the ball around, and, yeah, and Jameis has looked yeah. good, but he their was receivers. A disappointment last week in don't, fantasy. They don't do anything for me. All right. There you go. Uh, in Washington. Deshaun Jackson, one of my favorite all-time players, suffered a patella contusion. Um, I can't imagine that many folks are, you know, relying heavily on D-Jack. Dude, he had three good games in a row, and uh, and then last week the stink bomb against Chicago, and their defense has been pretty tough on wide receivers. I mean, that's just kind of how he plays, though. Yeah. You know? It's like he's a great I, – I love him as a wide receiver three. Um, yeah, I don't know if you play him this week against Buffalo. They've been tough on number one wide receivers – for most of the year. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have a hot take on DJX? No, nope. I, I never try. I never, kind of never draft him just because I hate that up and down <laughs> nature of him so much. <laughs> I mean, he is a, a very fun player to watch, but I hate looking at my fantasy lineup on a Sunday and being like, cool, 12 points, 13 points, 1.1, Deshaun. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> but you love it when it says 12, 11, and then 21. Yeah, it's great. It takes years off my life, too. <laughs> <laughs> very good point. Uh, that's the way I play fantasy, folks. All right. Um, all right, so there you go. I, I, I would imagine James and sees a little bit of a boost. Um, Carson has – it really d- doesn't make much of an impact whether or not Deshaun Jackson plays, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, so there you go. If you're interested uh, in that Washington wide receiver core, which I have no idea why you would be, but there you go. 
Um, what is the what's the matchup actually for Kirk Cousins? Kirk has uh, been playing. Pretty They're playing well. Buffalo at, uh, at home, and it, right. So Ooh, at home. so the home game All makes right. it I like interesting. It. Although his last home game yeah, wasn't get, good. Hey, against my underrated Cowboys. It was not, uh, was not good. <laughs> not good. Um, you know, I tell you what, man. He's an interesting daily play because uh, of his valuation, but uh, that's for a different podcast. All right. Let's talk about Week 14 waiver wires. Uh, we talked about Shoelace, Dewan Harris, Cameron Artis, Payne. If you want to think about yeah, Fossey so Whitaker as well, that's interesting. Uh, I think that's um, – He's at least worth a pickup. Well, so real quick again, just like we said, Fabs and I were in agreement. It should go Shoelace, Hightower, Cameron Artis Payne, Dewan Harris. Mm-hmm. Somebody else that could be an interesting person to look for on the waiver wire. He's owned in a bunch of NFL.com leagues. We know our numbers are all whack. Darren Sproles. The Eagles backfield is really That's frustrating and hard to trust. Sure. He's had double-digit points in like three of his four last weeks. And the game that they're heading into, the one against Arizona, could set up to be a Sproles game where Sam Bradford is getting a lot of pressure in his face and is dumping it off, and they're using screens to slow down the pass rush. It's going to be a risky play, but given the the landscape of uh, the running back situation, if you're you're hurting and Sproles is out there, he could be a a decent flex play. All right, let's talk about some pass catchers here. Um, Ted Ginn. (laughs) <laughs> Back-to-back weeks. Uh, with like Reason we're doing catcher <laughs> lightly, huh? I know. Hey. Two catches and two <laughs> touchdowns, and one of them he wanted to drop so bad. You don't get more efficient than two catches for 120-some yards and, and right. two touchdowns. <laughs> On three targets, Yeah, man. that's pretty good. <laughs> On three targets. If you told me. You have two touchdowns. If you told me before the, the game hell, man? that Ted Ginn was going to be targeted three times and catch two balls, I would have told you to bench him all day, day long. long. Oh, my gosh. Oops. No, he's total boomer bust, but uh, he's got a – Good matchup. He could get on top of that secondary again. Not, he, not he's the ultimate boomer bust guy because every single pass is boomer bust. Right. It's like when that ball goes in the air deep, you know it's going to Ted Ginn. A and and B, you're glued to your television at the edge of your seat, thinking, "Is he gonna catch it? Is he gonna catch it?" I mean, the play is exciting down to the final moment. When <laughs> uh, another guy that I, I had circled him on the waiver wire last week, and he came in out out and made me look smart because he had a really good game was Tyler Lockett. Sure. He, since Jimmy Graham went out, has becoming a much, been becoming a much bigger part of that passing offense. Right. He had like six plus targets, I think, in the last like four games or so. Uh, four touchdowns in his last four games. And right. we all know how electric he is. So now that he's finally becoming a mo- has a more consistent role um, in this passing offense with Russell Wilson playing out of his mind. Out of country. He is oh. definitely somebody to look for and throw on there. Okay, I know this is definitely looking down the road a ways, but okay. what happens to the Seattle passing game? I, you know, I know you know the patellar tendon is, is a very difficult injury to come back from, but let's say Jimmy Graham is back next year. What happens to this passing game? Because it's been so much more efficient and effective since he hasn't been there. Honestly, I think he's done. I honestly think he's done. I I think, look, that injury is so difficult to come back from. And he suffered it late in the season. I don't think he's going to be. Dude, Victor Cruz didn't play all year. I think he, he tried to come back. Also, also Victor the, Cruz tried to come back too soon. The Seahawks are one of the teams that are very smart, give credit to their front office for recognizing mistakes and moving on quickly. I agree. Like they cut Kerry Williams, they yeah. traded away Percy Harvin. Yep. Like knowing what their offense has now, if Jimmy Graham comes back, they're not gonna funnel targets to him. No. Um and he might like we said, if the injuries might not be coming back. So yeah, that is down the future. I wouldn't worry too much about that. But uh real quick back to the waiver wire, another yeah. guy to look for. Bird alert. Bird alert. <laughs> Albert Wilson, uh, Chiefs wide receiver. We've been a fan of him in the fantasy stronghold for a while. Finally had a solid game last week, and uh, the Chiefs have a nice matchup coming up against the Baltimore secondary. 
So it's tough to trust people in the Chiefs passing offense because the volume isn't always there. Right. But with Spencer Ware being dinged up, Baltimore having a good run D, they might turn to Alex Smith to try and open it up and win this game for him. So does he, Baltimore have a good run D? They do. They do actually. Very good. I run mean, D. I think in FPA. No, I- even in general, they have yeah. a good one. They have a very good run D. I don't know. <laughs> you don't sound like you're buying it. I'm not buying it. I, the, the reason I'm not buying it is because sometimes the, uh, uh, the the way sometimes stats are a little bit skewed is the fact that, look, their secondary so bad that guys throw on them. Yeah, you also uh, have to look at who they face, too. Like, I, I, I think yeah, there's part of based it. Based on FPA, their, their defense is formidable. Did anybody have any issues starting Thomas Rawls last no. week? He was going to have 150 in a touchdown. Yeah, well, he he was also playing phenomenal. He gashed everybody. But overall, they've only allowed 3.6 yards per carry on over 300 touches. It's not bad. So, like, they have – they've been rushed on, like uh, – Fair amount of times. They're, they're middle of the pack. It's middle of the pack yeah, in they, terms of the number of rushing. They're games. in the top half in rushing attempts against, and they've only allowed 3.6 yards per carry. They have a good run D. All right. I'll take it. Only four touchdowns. Yeah, allowed. I, 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 That's exactly what I was going to say. They don't give a lot of touchdowns. We, we probably don't have enough time to go through all the teams they've played, but I have a sneaking suspicion that they haven't really played a whole lot of great running backs this year. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe, the they've, they've, they've probably played will. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Right, they've but, got great but, strong right, run games. So. They've played a healthy game. Carlos Hyde. they played Chris Johnson. Uh, TJ Yeldon. Todd Gurley. Yeah, these are good. Lamar Miller. Holy. Okay, but what did they do against them? Well, that's the point. Obviously, not yeah. not too not much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's kind of the point, <laughs> right? Really, La- not much. Latavius Murray, he had a decent game against them, right? Uh, well, I think the bottom line is, I, I, look, I think that as the stats would indicate, um, they're they're probably uh, solid statistically. I, like I said, I'm just not that scared of them. That's all. I, I don't think they're the they gave up Baltimore over, Ravens of old, where they gave up over 21 down. fantasy points to the Steelers uh, running backs uh, back in Week Four. Uh, yes, they gave, they gave up, up over twenty-two to the Cleveland Browns that was, running backs. That was to that was to Lev, that was to Lev Bell on hit, and also a good chunk of that came on his lucky last-minute touchdown. They they are a good run D. All right, Arizona every, every over defense, twenty-five fantasy points against every them. defense has outliers. I'm you not just said, starting any Chiefs running backs against them. What just, if what if Spencer Ware doesn't play this week? Not starting. I'm not starting any Chiefs running backs. You're not. You're not liking Chuck Hendrick, dude. If, if, really? if West is out, I'm playing Chuck Hendrick. Gosh, I feel really confident. Uh, with Chuck Hendrick. What I was gonna say though is like every defense has outliers. You just said earlier on the podcast that the Detroit Lions are gonna be a really tough matchup. And then Todd Gurley went Lately. and thumped, thumped him for a buck twenty and two right. touches last sure. week. So right. there are outliers. So overall, Baltimore's still a very good run defense. I got you. All right, we'll take it. Um, uh, where are we going? Oh, I was gonna say about the the bird alert. Which is I, wee, I just, wee, wee. I just <laughs> when you guys say that I thought of that like Family Guy the Bubba Bird 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 oh, oh, that no. Bird no, that's no. not bad either I do like that but it, it's funny that you guys throw it out on the fantasy handle by well, the way just as started. Bird Mark, Alert Marcus is trying to get it going we're trying we're trying to get this we're, we're trying no, and it's so funny because nobody knows what you guys we want to we want to bring them in we want to bring them in to our fun on Sunday oh my gosh the uh, the fantasy stronghold as you can imagine these guys just sit next to each other and there are so many inside jokes. You have no idea. But, we're uh, trying to bring everybody in. Yes. We're trying to bring everybody inside. I do like that you're very inclusive. It's fun. I do like that uh, quite a football bit. Football is family, it, Football <laughs> is family. How did I forget? Come on. Be a, better, have, be a better company man. How could I have forgotten? We see those commercials a thousand times. <laughs> um, I see Eric Ebron on here. Uh, streaming candidate for yeah, tight end. Matchup, Brandon, matchup. Ban- Brandon Pettigrew also, I think. Uh, Corn ACL. Corn ACL, yep. yeah, yeah. So he's going on IR. Eric Ebron, <sighs> lots of talent. Lots of drops, but it's a good matchup. Tight end is a is a wasteland, as we all know. 
Uh, so if you're if you're looking for a streamer, Eric okay. Ebron's a guy to circle. All right. Um, come on, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's on the list. He's gone, right? No. Uh, well, thank his his no. ownership percentage has been climbing because we keep talking about him and writing about him. But if he's there, go pick him up. All right, there you go. One thing, one thing about Fitzpatrick, the Cowboys' defense is really good against quarterbacks. So uh, listen, I, I I want the Cowboys, and I'm a diehard. I want them to lose every game the rest of the year so we can get the number one overall pick, or maybe two or three. But the Cowboys' defense, it's not bad, guys. I mean, you know, they, they gave up 19 to Rodgers, but that's Rodgers. Uh, the week before in, uh, I always want to say RFK, you know. <laughs> the old uh, FedEx Field, man. Fed, uh, where, where Kirk Cousins is king, and yeah. he didn't do anything. I'm just saying it's not a great matchup, but Fitzpatrick's been so good. Um, I think what helps Fitzpatrick hard in this is, you're right, they have been tough on quarterbacks, but yeah. he's got such a good duo Dude, of wide receivers. Like, B-Marsh and Eric Decker are going to are gonna be too much for that. I Dallas mean, if, if Chan Gailey is Qui-Gon Jinn, then Ryan Fitzpatrick is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, they are so in simpatico with the offense there in New York because they were together in Buffalo. Well, they got two great pass catchers there too, man. Uh, they're wide, the, the, that combo of wide receivers, um, it's great. It's they're, really they're, good. They're beastly. They complement yeah. each other. They're big. Absolutely. They're physical. They're fast. Absolutely. They are fun to watch. So. And plus, they got a great run game too. Yep. So it's not like you can just, you know, it's great balance, and that's what we're seeing. Ivory's a good play this week, and actually – you want to add another running back that you could pick up off the waiver wire this week? If Bilal, you're Powell? Bilal Powell? Bilal Powell. The Cowboys' run defense is not good. Okay. Not good. And Powell actually had more fantasy points than Absolutely. Ivory last week. Yeah, he Absolutely. got that the receiving touchdown. He's yeah. been. He's. I wrote about Powell last week, too, because um, he's he's been getting a little more of a role in that offense, and especially yeah. in games. This one is seems to slate more towards an Ivory game because Powell's been getting more work in shootouts, but – uh, he definitely has some value. There, there are a lot of teams that need running backs this week, and you're going to see a lot of strange combinations in your league uh, of running backs, like you know, Paul in a flex, Camerdar's Payne as an RB two, right? Shoelace Robinson potentially as an RB two. Tis the season, baby. But that's th- this is the the most unpredictable injury prone season it's I can remember. And all right. which brings me to the last point of the waiver wire. You can remember you can check all this stuff out NFL.com/slash deep dive NFL.com/slash waivers. Handcuff your running backs. Yes, yes. So who? Nobody is I know safe. Too, so <laughs> in deep dive, I write about all of them. If you have David Johnson, get Kerwin Williams. If you have D'Angelo Williams, get Jordan Todd. Dude, I, I picked up, right. I, I actually picked up Jordan Todd in one of my leagues. I picked up Trey Mason in the league where I have Todd exactly. Gurley. Like, we're, the, like you, these, some of these guys are you have to the picture of health, and you're like, man, everything's going to be great. That's how I felt with Thomas Rawls in right. a bunch of leagues, and sure, now I'm crying too. and out of the Well, but, I mean, in, in, in the defense of the Rawls owners, who the heck were you going to pick up? Right, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, uh, like just handcuff them. Yes. Like, right, better be yeah. safe than sorry. Get out like ahead it. of it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, there you go. Um, are you – wait, by the way, what, what are you doing in the uh, NFL Fantasy Live League? I lost. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. I lost to Adam Rank. <laughs> Adam Rank. Adam Rank. Adam, Adam Rank, Rank is a sub five hundred record. Adam Rank came in. He had a great. He had a great day in that. Here, I'll just pull it up real quick so we can update people. It was sad. Um, where do we go? So I had. You were the only one active this. Well, week, I right? lost. I lost Mark Ingram the week before. I had right. Tim Hightower, but I started. I started Danny Woodhead. I thought with all of their all, all their pass catchers, he might get some work. Okay, thirteen total yards killed me. Yeah, you had Hightower, but Julio Julio did nothing. A Rob did nothing, and Larry Fitzgerald did nothing in my lineup. Aye, aye, aye. that's I had, a strong lineup. I had Doug Baldwin and uh, Tim Hightower on the bench, so that hurt. Oh, oh man! No. And I started Tyrod against the Eagles, but Blake Bortles put up more points. So I think Adam had a good enough week that even if I had started everybody, he still mm. would have taken. So it. the matchups now this week are: I'm playing rank. 
he's the six on the one. Okay. You're the two yeah. playing against Money, who has Russell Wilson. Oh, back-to-back years. Andrew Brees. But he's going to play Russell Wilson. I mean, there's no question. He should that. do the right thing and play Breeze. <laughs> so, you know, actually, I think what – That would be the right I got. I kind of got burned because I had I looked at this earlier, I would have probably swapped in Baldwin for Fitzgerald, but I forgot about Fitzgerald in my lineup for the Thursday night game when you're in so many leagues and doing so much so much stuff over here. But whatever. Kudos to Adam Rank. I wish I would have had that buy since I had a better record than you. But I was in the Yeah, the, buddy. Was, well, you know what, though? Yeah. Next year we can vote on um, no whether or not we want to have one division – uh, or two, and I think there's going to be some changes next year uh, in terms of who's in the league and who's not in the league. Oh, so really? um, we, yeah, we may we may get some uh, some more of the stronghold members in the league. Okay, um, we'll see. Who's getting who's well, we getting relegated? Well, I mean, Damashek isn't really a part of fantasy anymore. Okay, uh, and as much as I love Dave, sometimes he doesn't check his lineups. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, so I, <laughs> so I, so I'd rather get. Um, uh, franchise in there. Um, Damashek's getting relegated. And um, <laughs> so it, it, we'll see. I mean, and, and another thing, too, is like MJD, uh, there was there was talk that he potentially would be part of fantasy this year, and he hasn't really been. Okay. So if that changes next year, he stays in. If he's not, the king of NFL now, right? That now. Matt Harmon uh, potentially gets in, and you never know what's going to happen with talent and stuff around here, too. So uh, I'm assuming there will be some changes uh, for, for next year's league. All right. Well, that's, but that's what you guys will line. be back. We could take that offline. Yeah. People are like, why are they talking about their stupid fantasy league right now? Yeah, nobody Dude, cares that's the about best. Everyone cares. Talk about my fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about fantasy playoff real or mirage very quickly here. Um, Eddie Lacy, do we believe? I believe. I believe. Yeah. I believe. I, I had him as a sit last week at the beginning of the week. I feel like we've gone down I this road. And I changed it. And I changed it, and I was like, yeah, you got to play him now. I took him off sit and he had a big game. So uh, I mean, he's had 300-yard performances in the last four weeks when he's actually got the ball. Right. He had his wake-up call, all the reports, Ed Werder saying Nick Saban told the Packers, like, look, you got to take football away from him for him to realize what he's lost. He looked fired up. James Starks is like a flex. Eddie Lacy's a safe RB, too. Mm-hmm. He's got a great matchup this week. The week after is a little scarier against Arizona. But if they're feeding the big boy touches, he's going to eat on the football field. The big yep, boy. I like that. Nice, <laughs> yep, nice, nice job there, <laughs> Gellhar. How about Todd Gurley? Is he back? Two touchdown performance for Todd Gurley? Uh, <laughs> listen. Wow. The good thing, that was it, not what I expected. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, Tampa Bay's run defense isn't bad. It's not terrible. But, uh, listen, the smartest thing uh, that the new the new OC did there in St. Louis was give him the football. Right. So, However, at halftime, it was still scary. He had, like, 13 carries for nine you know what, or something. You, you know but what? that's Todd this Gurley, week, though. This week, you've got two of the top running backs in fantasy football going, going on, on a Thursday, Thursday night. night. That's Doug scary. Martin and Todd Gurley. Um, That's scary. I'm you got you got to start him. This was a this was kind of the proof that when you have somebody that is as talented and as ridiculously good as Todd Gurley, you just start him. I agree. And get, you take your lumps. Yeah, I agree. If he doesn't do it, he doesn't do it. But uh, he's he's at the point where sometimes talent transcends the offense, and the offense is not good. The offense well, that's okay. is not good. Uh, no, it is not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, speaking but, of offense, but speaking, yes, uh, in Atlanta, Devontae Freeman, oh, boy, yeah. started out gangbusters. Yeah, he did. But you know what, guys? The uh, the matchup this week against Jacksonville is ridiculously favorable. It is. I think he bounces back. Uh, and even though it's a good matchup for Matt Ryan, I don't touch him with a 10-foot pole. No, I wouldn't touch Matt Ryan. This should, You're right. This should be one, hopefully, where Freeman can get back. The trouble was, in the game like against Carolina, they were getting destroyed destroyed so early that Freeman, Freeman used to be such a safe volume play. I want right. to say he was getting like 25-plus touches a game during his like crazy run. 
uh, earlier in the year where he had like 13 or more points in like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight weeks. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's fine this week. But afterwards, when he Dude, goes to Carolina again, I would be concerned. That whole team has gone in the dumpster. They're not going to make the playoffs. They were five and zero, oh, and they're now they're six. Going, they're what are they? Six the and playoffs. seven now. I mean, yeah, uh, that that's ridiculous. And they've lost. Five and, and, and it's actually it's oh, sorry, actually six. gone from reality to fantasy. Is that it has. Ryan has been bad? Julio's been okay. Okay. Um, Freeman hasn't been good. No. So, and their defense, which had been really good against the past, just got smashed by Ted Ginn last week. So you can't even look at the Falcons and say, oh, this is a bad matchup this week. It's not really. Blake Bortles is a guy you're playing, even against Atlanta oh, yeah. and the numbers, because lately they've been they've been just, it, honestly, that that team looks like th- they're defeated. Yeah. I when agree. you go to Carolina in a division game where you still got a little bit of life for the playoffs and you get blown out like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's no bueno. That that is no bueno. It's it's interesting too because it's I, I read reports that may, maybe the team has given up on the head coach. I'm like, God, the guy just, he got, just there. got there. He just got there. Okay, you can't give up on the guy after 12 games. What what happened? Just got there. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Um, how about Buck Allen? The offense is uh, well, it's not great. Yeah, uh, and, and very injured. Bad matchup. You know, I, I I told people if you're in a PPR league, I'd flex him. If you're in a standard league, I'd sit him. Uh, in PPR, he was a little bit better. I think he had like five catches. But you can't play him again in standard leagues against Kansas City. That defense is nuts. It's nuts right now. The Chiefs defense, if you look at the numbers, guys, fantasy MVP candidate in the second half of the season. They've been insane. Every week they're putting up numbers. And I hope Matt Schaub starts this week. I hope he does. Because Jimmy Clausen is so scared to do anything that he doesn't turn the ball over. He's a check down Charlie kind of guy. Well, Shab will try to go downfield and give you a pick six. And Jimmy Clausen's defense, his two starts have come with depleted offensive weapons against, against the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, <laughs> I want to jump back real quick. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. He's scared to do anything. Just, I had a good stat I wanted to throw out when we were talking about Blake Bortles. Uh, totally irrelevant, but it was this was really interesting to me. Uh, credit to Ian Kenyon from Bleacher Report for tweeting this out. But the QBs, age 23 or younger, to throw for 3,500 yards and 30 TDs. Dan Marino, Dante Culpepper, Blake Bortles. That, that's Dante, boy, he was such a great fantasy quarterback. He was. Man. I just thought that was fun, so I wanted to, wanted to yeah, slip that Yeah, I like it. All right, good stuff. How about Des Bryant? What nope. 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 All right. Nope, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. That's, that was quick. That's all the analysis. Preview, uh, preview to my uh, stardom and sit which I'm currently in the middle of writing. Not right now, but, you know, um, you can't play him. And, and, you know, Jerry Jones just came out with a quote. Did you see that, Alex? It was something about how – so, something about Dez and that they're going to go balls out with Dez or something oh, like that. that. You know what? I, I don't know if Revis is playing this week. I, I have no idea. Even the Jets' defense against wide receivers is not good. I don't care. Not Two starting. words. Matt Castle. Not starting. And Dez Bryant's numbers have been awful. Awful. Can't Outside of one game. Can't do yeah, it. I was I was saying a couple weeks ago that Dez was maybe relegated to a matchup-based play, and I'm not even, even sure about him, that. Dude. I'm not even sure about that. I mean, anymore. even against the Redskins, and they their their pass defense is not good, and nope. he just got hammered. All right. Uh, All right. Doug Baldwin. <laughs> Doug Baldwin, do we, do yeah, we just man. ride the hot streak? Riding the hot hand. Ride it. How do you ride the hot, especially against, what, the Browns this week? Yeah, man. And no Joe Hayden. Yeah, and, oh, here man. Here is an unbelievable stat for you guys, okay? Now, before uh, Doug Baldwin went bonkers, he wasn't even a top 25 wide receiver. Right. Right now? What is he? He's in the top 10. 
He's I got, thought, I thought he's he got more points he, than Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, Jarvis Landry, Alan Hearns, <laughs> Demarius Thomas, Jeremy Macklin. I he he's got he's got ten fewer points than AJ Green right now. Well, that's because in the that's last insane. in the last three weeks he's caught more touchdowns than Julio Jones has all season. It's, it's what? crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Eight oh, touchdowns. Yep. Julio's got so six. Like, likewise, in the last three weeks, Doug Baldwin has caught more touchdowns than Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders combined. Oh, and Calvin Johnson probably. Too. And yeah, you can throw, 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 throw a few more guys Johnson, out there yeah. too. Um. What did I see? I saw that the, it, this was the most touchdowns in a three-game stretch since Jerry Rice. Yes, Jerry Rice was the only other one to do it, I think. That's pretty good. Company Eight right touchdowns, there, three games. He has been on fire. fire. Did that include Jerry Rice's five touchdown? I, I, didn't, I, didn't see oh, the, I didn't see the breakdown of it, but it was something along. There was some Doug Baldwin, Jerry Rice stat. That's ridiculous. But, yeah, uh, I'd ride, ride the streak, man. Okay. It's, this does not look like it's changing anything. I mean, soon. Cleveland's not good, and, you know, Seattle's fighting for their playoff lives right now. You know, you think about, too, the the fact that Thomas Rawls goes down. I I get that it will create a little bit of imbalance in that offense, but uh, you got to think they're going to entrust Russell Wilson more. Right, I mean, they, they can't well, give they, Thomas Roll. They can't give DeJuan Harris no, the ball can't. thirty times. They can't. they can't do it. No, they no. can't do it. And you know what? Uh, I think Pete Carroll is just fine doing that. Uh, you, you, Russell get Wilson up and moonwalk on some more lockers. Listen, he, he very <laughs> he very well might do that. And uh, and hey, he he's played great. And Russell Wilson, I mean, money. Somebody dropped him in our experts league because he was so inconsistent, and money ended up picking him up. What was uh, insane was before this hot streak, I could tweet. He'd only been a QB one like yeah, times he, he wasn't first, really like, he wasn't really that great. Ten weeks. So so you're looking at a guy now who goes from borderline waiver wire, which is ridiculous to even think right now, but it was true to uh, to a player who is going to lead a lot of people to a championship. Oh, he was definitely border borderline. I, I I remember coming out to the podcast. You know, us speculating as to whether or not what to do with Russell Wilson, just keep him on the bench. We were telling people, just keep him on the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just keep him on the bench. But I mean, when you start talking about a quarterback that you're just keeping on the bench, that's definitely borderline waiver wire material. And it's no crazy because we had, we had, a lot of us had him as like the number three fantasy QB coming into the year. And, and he's going to get there. Earlier we were like, oh man, he's yeah, not he's even going to make get it. There. He's, he's going to get there. He's, uh, <laughs> he's less than two points out of being the QB three right now. And he's what's funny is there. that people are not going to remember his early season. Oh, struggles. no. No, no, no. All right, not. Uh, we, let's speed up through these last two. <clears throat> Larry Fitzgerald, do we believe or do we Dude, not believe? If you look at his career numbers against Philadelphia, they are awesome. I, uh, I, 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 and listen, I'd play Brown, I'd play Floyd, I'd play Fitz this week against Philadelphia, right. but he has got a very, very strong career trend against uh, Philly. My, the only thing that I've concerned for him is uh, with Floyd and Brown healthy, he's been running his kind of his role in the offense has changed. You've seen him do a lot more screens. He's the chain. He's the chain agree. mover. Um, still, there's no way I'm sitting him against uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I don't I, think. I mean, I feel I feel about Fitzgerald the way I felt about AJ Green a few weeks ago. That even though the production hasn't necessarily been there, I can't go away from him because the targets are there. I mean, okay. He's had double-digit targets, and let me just do the quick math here. Three, six of his last eight games, he's at double-digit targets. So they're throwing That's the ball great. his way wow. plenty of times. It's just a matter of him picking up the yards, getting in the end zone. So and also, like we yeah. talked about after the game, the Thursday night game too, was that part of what hurt him not have a bigger day was that all their touchdowns came from miles away on the long ones. If they right. get closer, he's their best red zone threat. Um, I love – David Johnson down the stretch too, by the Dude, way. I, yeah. I I do truly, honestly believe he's got the skill set, the size, speed combination. I've been talking about this forever. I feel like, but um, he could be a superstar in this league. 
If that guy played for the NFC East, any of those teams, he'd be a mega star. Well, maybe not Washington because for some reason they don't like to uh, feature one guy. That's okay. Uh, but if he played for Dallas, if he played for New York, he would be a superstar. He's going to be a superstar here. He's getting the touches. I, I think I think America will be exposed to David Johnson in the playoffs, and, um, and I really, truly, honestly believe uh, he will shine. He is, uh, in my opinion, just going to be a stud in this league uh, for a long time. So I'm really excited to see him. If you have him, good for you. I think I had him in a league, and I unfortunately dropped him in a league. Womp womp. Uh, that's not good. All right, well, we already kind of talked about A.J. Green, so sure. should we jump to Daps and get sure. out of here? Let's do it. Let's do it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the day. Daps and hook. Give me Daps, because I'll be scribbling right. Give me dabbing up Daps and bow. Daps and all right, Daily Dap Time on this tie Tuesday. We shall start with Michael Fabiano. What's up? Boys, uh, I am going to dap Wilson footballs, okay? okay. Uh, this may sound a little bit strange, but... I thought you were uh, saying Wilson Phillips. I, thought, I, I thought the same thing. No, no, no. So, so <laughs> I Wilson, thought the same thing. <laughs> Wilson does these custom footballs. They're the actual real NFL football. Okay. And what you do is, instead of a trophy or a ring, they will customize a football... And put one one of the one of the skins on the football will have whatever you want your 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 championship uh, team name your name oh that's it uh, NFL fantasy football logos okay and uh, you can go and check that out uh, at www.wilson.com/slash/custom/slash/balls/slash/football uh, very very cool um, and I'm I actually have one I'm going to be taking some pictures of it uh, and I'll tweet it out. But uh, for those of you who don't have a trophy, I mean, how cool is it? It's a cool way to go. You have a football. I'll it's show you guys cool down. Very, very cool. So uh, check that out at www.wilson.com, uh, and, and you can go to uh, search and custom balls. It's very, very cool. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at yep. all. I feel like we should do that for NFL Fantasy Live League. Well, we have There's a big a trophy. We have a massive trophy, but you, it's not like you could just carry that home. I, I would had I not gotten out. <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> money brought it home. <laughs> I think I think for a week he treated it like the Stanley Cup and was like you eating horses, cereal out of it. Horses drink out of it. And stuff. Right, right. Nice. And, and now it's collecting dust somewhere in the corner. But, it is. Yeah. All right. So there you go. All right, Marcus. What's up? Uh, I'm gonna give my daily dap. I just finished it yesterday. Uh, the show Master of None. Okay. Aziz Ansari. Uh, Aziz Ansari. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's just it's. If you ever watch the show Louis. Uh, it feels very, very similar in, in terms of you know, the storytelling and, and the way it's shot and that sort of thing. That's but cool. uh, Aziz Ansari did a fantastic job. Ten episodes. They're all about half an hour, so you know you're not oh, binging quick. a lot of time. You know you're not you know saying goodbye to loved ones for weeks at a time watching the show. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, in, in the the way the first season ends, I presume there's going to be another season because it did so well. Yeah, it did. Uh, the way the first season ends, very well done. Not what you're expecting. Okay. So there you go. There you go. I Master like of it. none. Alex Gilhar? I got two daps. Yeah. First one, uh, I got myself one of my favorite games throughout my adolescence was always the Halo franchise. Oh, so there had been some ups and downs recently, but also as a birthday present to myself when I picked up Star Wars Battlefront, the Halo 5. Wait, wait, wait. When is your birthday? It was last month. November. Okay, okay. It happened to f- Halo 5 happened to fall into my cart, too. So I've been playing a little bit. Oh, how did this and, get uh, I was like, wow, look at that. Uh, but so <laughs> college, my college buddies and I always used to play in college all and stuff like that. So time. it's been fun. Several of us oh. have it, and uh, we've been, been hopping on a little bit. Don't have a ton of time, but like last night, Harmon and I have two TVs in the living room, so we had Monday Night Football on, and I was like, 
I want to play some Halo. There so catching up with the college buddies, it's pretty fun. They've got some new changes to multiplayer that I really like. So yeah, Halo it, Three was the one that oh I spent. God. We spent so much time in college. Unbelievable. That it was game too was much. So much fun. It was but too much. My other dap, I have to. I've dapped it on the show before. I have to give another dap to Nathan for you. People watch this show. It is like the most unique, most hilarious, most creative show. And I, th- I think Nathan Fielder is a genius. It's on Comedy Central, and what he does is he kind of poses as this man, this business expert that goes to small businesses and helps them with rid- in like ridiculous creative ways. And he's also done a bunch of sort of social experiments uh, that have had crazy success. The season finale was last week. It was insane. Um, he was the guy that did the dumb Starbucks, if you remember hearing that a couple yes. a couple years ago. The show is on Comedy Central. You can watch it on Hulu. You can watch it on ComedyCentral.com if you have a cable provider. But go watch Nathan for you. There's nothing like it on television. It's amazing. It's hilarious. And some of the episodes are even touching. It's like it's it's crazy good. All right, I like it. Uh, my daily dap is going to go to Mama Gilhar. Oh yeah, yeah. Mama Gilhar came through in the clutch. I mean, we're talking ridiculous. Look, here's the thing. Alex Gilhar gave us uh, a little sampling. Uh, I think this was two weeks ago of his mom's uh, homemade cookies. They were this uh, mint chocolate chip. Yep. Uh, uh, bright green cookie, and they are delicious. They're unbelievable. So good. So it was so good. I put it out on Instagram, gave him some love. Uh, I think I used the hashtag Eddie Lacey as well. <laughs> <laughs> I responded to your Instagram. Damn it, Co. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, and it got such great reviews. Alex, you told your mom, right? Well, she loves to bake, and uh, she always goes crazy during the holidays. And she can't, you know, she's an empty nester now, so she can't bake as much. So I said, Mom, everybody in the Fantasy Stronghold, the extended Stronghold, the Fantasy Live producers and everybody, I was like, uh, they loved your cookies. I was like, why don't you whip up a batch of all your classic holiday treats? So she sent us peanut butter balls. The white chocolate chip cover, white chocolate covered pretzels are like the white choco pretz, man. Let me tell you, so good. Let Legit. me tell you, there. I think there's meth in them. They're one of my favorites. And I, <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm relatively confident there is meth. I've been eating them my things. entire life. I haven't suffered the ill effects of somebody. <laughs> too Wait a minute. By the way, why didn't I get anything? You, they're still at my desk. They're, Come on, Kalhar. No, no. But here's the thing. It's not. She didn't just send like a batch. All right, she sent like a small factory. Yeah, it's huge. It's like five bags each, a uh, gallon bags, not sandwich bags. My five cubicle, gallon bags. My cubicle is like a co- is like an actual cookie shop right now. It is unbelievable. So there's a mint chocolate chip cookie. There's peanut butter balls. There's white chocolate uh, covered white chocolate pretzels. pretzels. Now, what is the the? There's a Ritz cracker. Well, there it's like a peppermint patty. So it's like peppermint chocolate that she glazes over a Ritz cracker. So it's like the sweet and salty combo too. Those are good. Those are unreal. I'm gonna have to get me one of those. Oh my! There's gosh. the peanut butter balls. Unbelievable. Shortbread cookies and then just classic cutout Christmas cookies. So yeah, Fabs. They they came like Sunday morning when all the games were happening. So I was trying to distribute them yesterday. But Listen, come on, come Gelhar, on by and come get some. Gelhar, you know what, buddy? No matter what, you are at the top of <laughs> I'm my good, I'm love good list. Graces <laughs> because you got me Star Wars tickets. Oh, there you go. That's right. All Gelhar, right, so get, he can do no wrong in my so eyes. So daily depths to Mama Gelhar. Mama Gelhar making an appearance on the uh, NFL for her. Live podcast. All right, we're out of here, man, for uh, the WizKid from Wisconsin. And for Mama Gelhar, for MG My Guy Marcus Grant, and for the Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano, I'm James Coe. We'll see you Friday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. 